Hey friends, welcome back to this week's edition of Weekly Wind Down. I'm Bree and Emma. And we're gonna we're gonna be tweaking our format just a little bit, getting our groove back. Yeah. Pretty much. We um if you're a returning listener, um I think I've talked about it. I don't listen. <laughs> yeah. So I have a really hard time listening to my own voice. That's just kind of like a weird anxious insecurity that I have. And you would think doing this now for like six and a half months. I thought we started in August. We started in July. Oh, shit. So we're like seven oh, yeah, months. Seven. Super hot outside. Yeah, we're like seven months in. It's crazy. But mm-hmm. there's only like in the beginning, I was only really listening. And then every once in a while, like we'll go back and review. Or if we recar- record like a partial episode, like I'll listen. But God, I have a really hard time. Mm-hmm. So I went back. I did go back today. And um, I did. I talked to a few of you. And we got more of a little bit of a setup going here like I felt so official I like took some notes and got some input from you guys and so we're gonna try and uh what do I look reveal a little more get a little deeper but still stay f- as funny as we are all the time yeah pretty yeah. much so yeah yeah um I guess we're gonna try to keep them topic based the shows so that we stay on one tangent but then we can just yeah i mean we can actually do but then we just get lost like i will never ever again ask you if you want to die by fire or water (laughs) god because i won't that's over (laughs) so sorry about that but that's still i still am i i'm still gonna subgroup my entire life around those two questions but i'm not gonna ask the podcast world anymore (laughs) Just random people. <laughs> just random her people. Neighbor, her neighbors came over one night and she was like, stop what we're doing so she could ask them, like, what would you do? And they were like, uh... We don't say that because it was like a 30-minute conversation. It was an extremely long conversation. Yeah. Like, to the so. point where like two people were arguing. They were like, wait, no, I'm do this. This is why. We're like, oh my god, what did we start? So, but, yeah, so we're going to try and... um basically what we've always done just a little bit more structure we kind of lost ourselves i would say like since spooky season ended true once we lost spooky season we stayed pretty structured i got scared and you know that whole if you didn't know you know i got scared at a haunted house before even going in and we had to leave (laughs) so about after that yeah we kind of lost our groove so um we did some research research today and we're uh we're coming back to you guys with a, a little bit more deep lifestyle topics yeah yeah like today i personally think that we should discuss friendships because that's been a heavy thing for the past couple weeks in both of our lives yeah just like what 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 it means to be a good friend Mm -hmm. what i mean how to be a good friend how to have good friends how making friends as an adult yeah friendship breakups yeah that's a big deal yeah so or like you know i mean we're we're up we're coming up on our our friendship's gonna change I mean, not yeah. change, but I mean, I'm going to move. I'm moving. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll be on a new relationship base. For sure. Or what, what, what am I looking for? What's the word? Our course of our relationship is moving forward. Long distance friendship. <laughs> Which is so funny because I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I still talk to my friends that moved away. Like, yeah. I still talk to them every day. My friend Blake lives in Oklahoma and I text him all the time. Okay. I didn't know he lived in Oklahoma. Yeah. He was in the military and okay. that's the last place he was stationed. And, then and he the, still lives there? Yeah. He met his uh, fiance there, so they stayed there. And they those are the ones that just both came visited a couple couple weeks ago. Okay, I didn't know. I thought he was in 
did it used to live in Maryland? No, that's Aubrey and Adam. Oh, I get, I <laughs> my get roommates. Those, I get college. those mixed yeah. up. Okay, so I didn't know that Blake lived in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. And I'm usually, like, I'm not really great at always, ta- like, keeping in touch. Sometimes I fall off with people that I live near. Mm-hmm. Like, one of my friends, Amanda, and I've been friends with her since seventh grade. <clears throat> and her and I go sometimes months without talking to each other. And then when we talk to each other via text message or we'll make a plan to meet up, it's like I just saw her yesterday. Like, you already have, like, an unspoken respect in your yeah. life where you just know that, like, your love is unconditional. Yeah. Like, just things change. Yeah. She's a mom now with two kids. Right. I'm not. She's right. married. I'm not. So our friendship dynamic changed. I mean, when she first had her first son, we really didn't hang out. I couldn't relate to that. Yeah. Like, I, I had nothing to bring to the table with that. Now that they're older... And she can, you know, transport, bounce them around, and they can come with her easily. Or yeah. It's it's easier for us to hang out and do things. And it's, you know, I come over here and hang out with you and Remy. Yeah. And well, I mean, you have to think, I mean, even if you were to change that dynamically, um, I don't know if maybe I live closer to you, but yeah, even, but it's not something that like, if a mandolin is a listener, like for her to be like, well, Bree's hanging out with Emma and her baby, but she wasn't able to do that for me. Like, right. she's not that type of person in your life. No, because she would, she, I've never asked her about it. Maybe I should, but I feel like she would understand that. Yeah. Also, and that was a long time ago. Yeah. And Amanda's a teacher. She's been a teacher for like seven, eight mm. years now. Her schedule is totally different from mine. Right. I was in food and bed for the longest time, getting off late at night when she's already in bed sleeping. And I only had, I didn't even right. have weekends free because I was a server. Yeah. Or like doing hair. My schedule was like midday shifts while she's in school. By the time she gets off and like gets her sons from daycare, I'm just now getting off from work. She doesn't right. want to hang out with anybody. She wants to get right. her sons ready for dinner and bed and shit, you know? So. Well, that's, that's kind of like, I knew Val a um, long time ago. Um, I met her when I was, I literally met her when I was a senior in high school and I came down here to visit my first husband when he was stationed here before, like I graduated and moved here to get married. And then when I moved and lived here, she was my neighbor. You know, we had crazy, crazy, crazy times and just partying on all the time. And I didn't work and neither did she. We just like hung out together all the time, went to the pool. And then I remember moving and we still stayed in touch, blah, blah, blah. When When we moved back here, she was pregnant, just had her son. And then we, w- I mean, we really did go over there all the time. And it was, we had a weird time where it was stress, a stressor because I was still on that kick of our friendship being like fun based. Right. But I also, I did understand, but like, I still wanted her to all of a sudden to be able to like, well, what if you let, you know, Matt watch the baby and then we can go out one night. Like, and it took her a long time for her to tell me like, yeah, let's finally, we can go out. Yeah. She was also working a nine to five job. And then had a freaking baby under, like, it was, like, three months old by this time when yeah. we were, like, doing that. And then I had Remy, and I felt, there was, like, an article on Facebook where it's, like, to my my mom friend who had kids before me, I now get it. Yeah. And I, I really did. I apologized to her. She's like, you don't have to apologize for anything. Like, I, did, I was also learning my new life, and you were right. learning my new life as my friend. Yep. And then now I've had Remy, and at the time, you know, she was working 9 to 5, and I I was bartending, and then when I stopped doing that, I got pregnant, and then I stopped working, and then she started working, and now she's a manager, a GM manager at a bar. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm, see- what I'm saying? But, like, me and you just went and saw her at work the other day. Yeah. She came over here the other night. We didn't record, but, like, she finally was like, you know, I'm going to come over. I'm going to see you guys. Like, I haven't seen you in a while, and she stopped over for a while. 
And we didn't even know she was going to hang out for as long as she did, and we had a blast. Yeah, I'm glad she did. That was nice. But that that's um that's like that's a that was a learning friendship for me because yeah. it, uh, we were super young. She's a couple. She's like two years older than me. She's like between you and I, I think. No, I think I'm older than her. I think you're like a year older. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't matter. But like, you know, our lives were like the same. So it's weird to learn. I just remember being younger and I always had a big group of girlfriends and it wasn't something that I was like striving for, but it was something that I always had. Mm -hmm. Like in seventh grade, my best friend Rhonda and I, we were still best friends, but she wasn't a part of that group really that I was in. Mm -hmm. And it was like four or five of us that would hang out all the time and it wasn't until I got older that I realized you really don't need big groups to yeah. make you feel whole right like god I I personally think at 20 I was supposed to say 29 not yet next week I really <laughs> I don't think I'd be capable of having a group of six or seven women friends either. have you ever heard that joke by um Dane Cook and he's like, there could never be an Ocean's Eight full of women. Two are gonna dick, duck, duck off and start talking shit about another one. And I'm like, that's so true. That then is they made true. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they made one. You were so fucking right. Ugh, that movie stressed me out. No, I. I mean, I totally get all that. I mean, especially even when I moved, like my life change moment when it came to like understanding friendship. I burned a ton of bridges when. After I left Ohio, I got divorced at 19. I had a wedding at 18. I already, I mean, I cheated on my husband. Had a lot of things going on. Burned a lot of bridges. And then when I moved home, I ended up working a town over. You know, I didn't, I didn't maintain those, like, younger relationships that, in reality, like, I was only 19. I still should have had those, quote, young yeah. relationships. And I fucked up. So when I moved to Virginia... And I was, like, cocktail waitressing. I was very, it was like I was, like, opening these weird gates with my arms, and I was, like, trying to scoop people in. Yeah. You know, I was like, maybe I like you, let's be friends, let's be friends, let's be friends. And I overwhelmed myself to the point where, like, I realized, like, you're trash, you're trash. Right. And I was going through it again. I was going through where, like, ugh, like, I don't know these people. Yeah. And then I, I did, I mean, I stuck through and found some really good ones, and then with some growth, I married Sam at the end of our time there, four years later, and, well, no, it was three years later, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I found my place, and then when I moved here, I knew not to do that at my next job, just because, I mean, because we move every four years. Yeah. So if I, as long as I have a small quantity and keep it that way, like, that's good. I have, I can hold every name in my hand, one hand, for, that's important to me. Still, yeah. from Ohio, Virginia, and here. And I talk to them every day. Yeah. And that's fine. Even here, like, honestly, like, Val was already here. She counts. But I'm not, like, counting my friends. But, like, I made I made impactful friendships. But I see you literally almost every day. or And I at least talk to you every day. Yeah. And if that's how my Navy, my Navy career as a Navy wife goes... We're on our third move. Sam Sam has two more major moves if he retires in twenty uh, at twenty years. That's just adding two more friends to my right. life. I can handle that shit for sure. <laughs> and it's it's so crazy because I'm I've learned nowadays to be very picky. Because mm -hmm. I used to be just like, oh yeah, you're cool. You think I'm funny? Let's hang out. Whatever. And then I find out months later that they were actually a bag of shit. And I'm yeah. just like, wow. And I have one friend, Tiffany. I talk about her a lot. 
Tiffany is the shit friend radar. She is. I will bring someone new to her and she she won't be judgy, but she'll just yay or nay. And she's hasn't she's been not, wrong. She's but she's not like wrong. a bitch about it. No, no, no. She'll just, you know, she'll just be like, mm, I don't really care for her, but you know, whatever. It's not my life. Right. Just, be, just, le- just let me know. Mm-hmm. I got a vibe. And she's always, she's always been right. It's kind of mind blowing. Cause I have this problem where I attach myself to people really hard and maybe it's an only child thing. I was just going to say that. Because I do that very hard. Uh, when I roomed with my roommates in college, Adam and Aubrey, and they lived in Maryland. And for summer, Aubrey went home for the summer and Adam stayed for May, the month of May to take a May master class. So I still lived in the apartment with him. And then when his May master was over, <clears throat> so we wouldn't have any extra bills during the summer because we all were moving out. Uh, we cut the electricity off, we turned the water off, and him and I just sat in the living room before he left, and we just smoked a big bowl. <laughs> and then when we went to part ways, I was so upset, I was so devastated. And that's when I had my first panic attack, because I was driving home. And it was just for the summer, right? It was just for the summer, but I'd spent every day yeah. with him and Aubrey and coming home, and they were there for two whole semesters. And that was your first time away from home, too, that was right? My first, no, well, yeah, I lived on campus, but that didn't really count. But that was my first time, like... I mean, like you were responsible. Yeah. Like that was your, was, you were a big girl. Yeah. That was my first time doing that. And it broke me. And that's when I realized I got to stop attaching my pe- myself to people like that because people come and people go. And like not everyone's here to be a friend forever. Some people are just supposed to bounce through, like teach us some lessons. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to like things you shouldn't, shouldn't put up, should and shouldn't put up with. Mm-hmm. And like the character they show you the characteristics that you want out of your next friend which also works with relationships too um but i think that you learn even but i think that your most impactful life lessons about relationships are through friendship not through like a love relationship for sure for sure the only time i've broken up with a friend let's see last year and we didn't speak for a year and i did it i was one that stopped talking to her and um that hurt me. Like, I had to stop talking to her because I just felt like some things she were doing wasn't okay and cohesive to my lifestyle, and I just had to cut her off. And when I did, I was upset for months about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've broken up. I've been dumped once, and I've broken up with a guy once, and those did not bother me as much as uh-huh. the friendship breakup did. I was like, man, I spent all my time with her, and it wasn't yeah. even a romantic thing. It was just she was my person, and mm-hmm. now I don't talk to her, and I'm really sad about it. And I did it with good good intentions, but I don't know. After a year, I just grew up a little bit dealing with other shitty people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? She wasn't that shitty. It was just new for me because she was older than me and mm-hmm. she was just looking out. Yeah. And that's that's also, that's a, that's a big deal. I mean, even so, like when I was in Virginia, I've, I, I, I've always flocked to people older than me. Like, like literally ranging from like a year older to like tens of years older yeah and i mean joe i'll be i'm 26 joanne is 60 yeah and she was like my first the closest relationship that i held dear in virginia who i still would die for and god damn she had some wisdom and i used to get so fucking mad at her yep she tried and tell me something and like I was like, okay, no. And I never, like, so many people called her mom. Like, this is just a super example. Like, so many people called her Mama Joanne. No. You're not my mom. I have one. 
Like, you're not momming me. Yeah. You're friending me just because you're this much older than me. So I never tried to, like, view that she was momming me. But, like, when a circumstance would come up and she never, quote, mommed or daughtered me. But she was, like, just letting you know, like, this, you're not, this isn't, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. But she was just looking out because she's, like, I did that once. And the same person who was my friend, if they were 40, would do the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I totally get that. Yeah, I've got my two guy friends now, like, my two of my best guy friends, they're older than me, and they tell me all the time, they're like, all right, Brie, you're going to do this, but we've already been there, done that, and mm-hmm. we're not even that much older than you, and we're trying to tell you what's up, but we'll let you do it, Yeah, and we'll, we'll pick you up when you're broken from it, but it, we're just letting you know. And that's, I mean, and they would, they say that to you, yeah. though, like, they will do that, and yeah. I know them, they're, ugh, they make me feel good, not, not leaving you, but, like, they make me yeah. feel good that they're here for you, and... You know, yeah. you know, every, everyone has a little bit of shittiness in them and you just got to find the people who put up with your shit. And I've been lucky enough to find some people that just put up with my shit. And that's hard to say. Cause some, like when I was here at your house by myself, mm-hmm. I realized some things about me like, God, Brie, you were very persnickety about some things that you shouldn't be. Persnickety? Yeah. Like just very picky. Yeah. About things. And like, like. In how I view my life, and I'm just like, you know what? I need to dial it back because maybe that's why I get caught in some of these dumb circumstances that I get caught in now because I'm so fucking like. Okay, like what do you mean though? Like, so let's see, what's an example? Well, because I knew you didn't want to be alone. Yeah, yeah. We, no, we went into detail with that already, but. Yeah, but I mean, like, you say you br- you've been prone to burn a lot of bridges. Well, like, I'll, I'll burn a bridge with me standing on it. I don't care. Like, yeah. I'll show you how crazy. Like, I don't care. I'll mm-hmm. do it. And nowadays, I'm like, I really don't need to act like that. I need to take someone else's feelings into consideration. And that's something that I don't do mm-hmm. a lot. And uh, my best friend, Rhonda, from sixth grade, we were best friends for, like, 15 years. And over a guy, I cut her out, like, a bad habit. Like, I just mm-hmm. stopped talking to her. I I remember, I remember that. I was so nasty to her because she's... She started dating this guy that I was in love with for years, but him and I never did anything, but I was just in love with him, and she knew it, and I would, like, cry to her when I felt like he wasn't paying me any attention and stuff, and then later on in life... Did the guy know? Yeah. He didn't know. And then later on in life, they got together, and nobody told me, and I found out in passing, and my feelings were hurt, and so when she found out, I found out, she texted me, and she was like, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 and I instantly reacted with a, you're not sorry, someone should have told me. We're no longer friends. You're just someone I drink with in a bar. And I shouldn't have said it, but I did. Because mm. in the heat of the moment, I was so mad. And we didn't speak for a year. I didn't talk to her for a year. And, like, and but she's she's now acknowledged. I mean, like, yeah, it definitely could have it. been handled different. For sure. For it sure. wasn't, but you have gotten past it. It took some time. Yeah. And I don't think that there's... I don't think that there's anything wrong with time either. Like, right. time spent away. Just because, Like, you were mm-hmm. talking about, like, being attached. If you're attached to somebody, like, I think time apart isn't terrible. Right. Depending on, like, I mean, it just depends on, like, what it is. But, like, like when you have a new friendship, or even, like, a new relationship, and everybody, if like, a, like a, 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 um, like, a loving relationship, and you're, like, in your, quote, cupcake phase. Mm-hmm. You still get a cupcake phase with a friendship where you're, like, calling them every time, like, let's go out, let's do this, let's go to yeah. dinner, let's see this movie, let's blah, blah, blah. And then you find what you want to do specifically together. Like, what friends are for what. Right. 
granted, you and I have been friends for kind of a long time when we do, like, everything. But, yeah. <laughs> but we do space it out, like, appropriately. Like, I'm not, like, when you go to the movies and you, like, want to go with Sheldon, like, it's not like I'm, like, this bitch didn't invite me to the fucking movies. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, we, we're, we're not there at that. Right. But, yeah. always kind of trips me out when sometimes, you know, <clears throat> when I get upset about something that a friend did or said, I need a day or two to think about it. Yeah. Because if not, I'm going to say something impulsive like I did with my friend Rhonda mm-hmm. because she didn't give me time to deal with it. Yeah. So I need a day or two. Let me have that day or two because if not, I'm going to... I'm going to say some nasty things to you that I'm going to regret. Well, yeah. I don't regret anything, but I'm going to say some nasty things to you that shouldn't have been said. Yeah. And I don't want to do that because at the end of the day, you're still my friend. Mm-hmm. You just did something that pissed me off. And that's hashtag growth. Yeah. And people think that I'm like, I've been told I was ghosting someone when I did that. And I was like, I wasn't ghosting. Anybody. It was two days. Yeah. You're my friend. You are not my spouse. Yeah. And that's another thing where like, I vowed to go to bed every night, not mad at Sam. Yeah. That was like a part of our fucking a marriage agreement which let me tell you is bullshit i mean don't try not to go to bed mad at your spouse but you'll act like you made up made up but you're still fucking mad right <laughs> anyway that's just like a little insert of marriage advice but i i feel like that's good because i remember like my old self when somebody did me wrong like i had a girlfriend who i i always feel like which is crazy i'm a control freak i i, I like to be in control at the same time, I, I'm not, no, I want to control everything. So I want to control how the relationship works, what we're doing, when we're doing, I will drive, I will do this, like, still out of the kindness of my heart, but, like, I want to do it. Yeah. Same way as, like, um, if you're in need, I'm going to do everything I can to help you. Like, there's, it's a good and a bad on black and white side. Yeah. But I was doing something for a girl who I worked with in Virginia, was in an abusive relationship, this, this, this. We worked with the other, we worked, they both worked there. It was like a nightmare. I helped her move out of her house. I got her into her parents' house and the yada, yada, yada. And then she was staying with me for a while. Everything was fine. And then we introduced her to a Navy guy. And things for them moved quickly. And I'm not saying I was, like, jealous that we, like, hooked her up with this guy, but, like, she stopped getting around me, and that was my own fault because I, I, I thought she, like, needed me. Like, I, I wasn't, like, momming her, but, like, I was trying to, like, get her back on her feet, yeah. and I guess I did, and she met this guy. But, you know, I, she turns around one time, and you know how you accidentally text people? Like, if you're uh, thinking yeah. something, say the wrong thing. Uh, Sam and I had just finally, like, it was a big deal. It was, like, even before we were engaged. It was actually, I knew that we were going to get engaged when he got his bonus that year from the military, and he was trying to hide the fact that we got a bonus, but our rem- our TV was so old, and he was like, hey, I want to buy a new TV. So we, like, treated ourselves to, like, this 50-inch TV. Yeah. So in my brain, I was like, <gasps> proposal coming soon, proposal coming soon. Oh, you know. Anyway. So I remember, I, oh, no, I texted my friend, and I was like, we just bought this new TV, blah, 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 I, you know, maybe I'll get that ring soon, you know, whatever. She meant to text her boyfriend, who was in the Navy, you know, like, worked every day with my husband, my, Sam, and she accidentally texted me and was like, Sam and Emma got a 50-inch TV. When we get our new TV together, we need to make sure it's a 65-inch. Bitch was cut off so goddamn fast, and I just stopped responding. So she starts sending me crazy shit. 
Well, I took two days. Actually, I, th I literally think I took like a week. And I still probably said some crazy shit, and I said it in all one, you know, like, back when iPhones were like one of seven. Yeah. Like, I said some fucking shit. But because I was so upset over it. Yeah. Which, I still believe I deserve to be upset, but shut up, are you kidding? Right. And like, ugh, my biggest issue is when I'm mad, it takes a lot to make me mad. So if you could do that. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Because mm -hmm. I'm not out here bothering anybody. I'm just trying to live and have a good time. And if you are, like, you would want them to tell you enough. Like, like if you were out here bothering somebody, you want the respect of them right. telling you like, as if you are about to do with somebody who's bothering you with two days. Right. Like, you, you, yeah, like you're being a lot right now. Tone it down. Mm -hmm. I can handle that. I can handle some uh, criticism from a friend. I can handle that. But when you don't give me that time, mm -hmm. I'm a really good friend but I'm a terrible enemy. Yeah. And it's not because I'm going to go out of my way and do things to you. I'm not going to do that. But I'm going to cut you off. Mm -hmm. I don't know you. Yeah. You were no longer a part of my life. If I see you, I'm not going to speak to you. Yeah. And I will leave it at that. And I'm really good at it. And I think it's because I'm an only child. Yeah, I agree. Like, psh, I don't even think twice about you. I'll have you question in your own identity at one point. So I'll just be like, fucker i don't have to talk shit about you mm -hmm. i don't have to tell anybody like terrible things about you yeah when you're not around and people are noticing you're not around they'll put two and two together yeah that's, on, that's on you not yeah. me yeah yeah i agree i do i mean I, I definitely do the same thing and that's for your own mental health i mean that's for you Fuck yeah i'm not about to let someone stress me out over no if you're my friend just be my friend i don't ask for much in a friendship just mm -hmm. like don't tell my business don't fuck anybody that I'm into. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. And it's not very hard. So. Unless I've known you since sixth grade. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess it was hard for her. I was, and honestly. <laughs> in her defense, she even said, she told me, she was like, you like so many people. And I was like. I was like, yeah, but he was the main one. He was the main one. So. <laughs> She's like, funny. how am I supposed to know? I was like, I told you. Ugh. Which, I get it. My, uh, I made a new friend a couple weeks ago, and she told me her and her best friend fell off because she had sex with one of her best friend's side, like, flavor of the week or whatever. And she told her, she was like, she has so many guys, I didn't know. And I couldn't even get mad. I was like, fair enough. Been mm -hmm. there. Felt that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like. It is what it is. But I also think as an adult, I, I've i grown so much that I know when I'm wrong. Yeah. And I'll admit it to someone. I'll be like, yo, I was really wrong for that. I shouldn't have done that. I apologize. Yeah. Even if you... I love this idea, like, like give yourself the, the, the two days. If Even if you had the two days and you were processing yourself right. before you responded to them. Yeah. Like, if you took the tables the other way. Like, if... You were somewhere and somebody had said, like, hey, you acted crazy, you embarrassed me, I was a little upset with you, but, like, let's just try not to do that again. Which is a random example. Right. Maybe your pride is knocked down a few feet. Right. So I can understand me getting angry and then But you're not mad at them, so as long as they're like, oh my god, did I hurt your feelings? If they, like, come at you the whole time, it's like, no, I'm processing myself. Yeah, just let me chill for a minute. You mm -hmm. just said some stuff to me that no one's probably ever told me before. Yeah. So let me take a day or two to reflect on that. Mm -hmm. And then I'll come back at you with some very, like, honest stuff. And I wouldn't be nasty to you because I'd had my two days. Yeah. 
to think it through. But then some people will give you those two days, and I'm just like, what the? Should have given me that 48 hours, <sighs> and this would be totally different. And that's what I notice when I cut people off. But I've only done that once in the past year, so growth is a common, has happened. And, like, I mean, I don't know. You definitely, you have to, you want to try and attempt to attract, like, part of yourself. Does that make sense? How do I word this? Like, what you're, what you're, how do I word this? I'm trying to, and I'm just staring at you like you're like, <laughs> yeah, a mind reader. Like, you want to attract the people that are good for you. Right. Without, like, you know, laying your fucking business out mm-hmm. all the time. And like you were saying earlier, like, if, like I was, you know, scooping people up when I first started a new job. And you don't know. Then you find out later and you file them out. I guess it depends on the approach. But maybe, like, you're in a really secure spot in your life. Yeah. But, ha- like, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, like, I'm not even conceited when I think about it. Like, I've always been really confident. Like, even if I have, like, insecure moments, like, I'm a confident person. Yeah. Whether it comes to just day-to-day or... It's fun. I'm, like, a confident, really anxious person. But, like, my, <laughs> but my anxiety doesn't come from, like, insecurity a lot. My anxiety comes from, like, fucking pressure and right. stuff. Like, more of, like, what's going on around me rather than, like, within me. But... So, if I accidentally scoop in... Like, a really insecure person, I do not have that ability for me to deal with that. Same. And I wish I was that friend, but I am not. Same. I can only encourage you so far, and if you don't take it to where you need to go, you need to go. I just, I don't have it in me to build self-esteem in a grown-ass adult. It took me 28 years to get this. Yeah. I don't have 28 years to put into you. Right. Like, to, like, I can't do it. And I think that's when people will get that attachment. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, she tells me I'm so great all the time. Yeah, but I can only do that for so long. Right. I tell you you're so great all the time to try to boost you up. And because I fucking think you're great. And I think you're great. Like, but then when you call me other, every other day and you're crying about this, that, and this, that, and it's the same shit you've been dealing with, it's like, I can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you things that are supposed to boost you up so you can get out of those situations. You're not listening to me. Right. You're not taking anything I say at value, so I can't I'm going to let anymore. you go. Yeah, we got to break and up. be a little... Take your two days, then come back. Negative Nancy. On and if your you own. come back with the same person, Mm-mm. cut off. Slashed. Yep. Yep. Forgiveness. Mm-mm. Forgiveness does not mean reconnection. No. It really Ow. doesn't. Like That's people good. are always like, oh, well, you said like you forgave me. Yeah, I totally forgave you. Still stay away from me. Yeah. Like, I got what you went through. I don't want to do it again. Mm-hmm. I understand the time spent while you were having some trauma. Yeah. But. I don't want to repeat it. This is not... I don't need this in my life. No. No. Totally get that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's um, take a shot break and hear from our sponsor. Beep. Hey, guys. We are back. I don't know what that was. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to... Like, if we do a little bit of um, a sweep into another topic... I was going to say, it's still passionate, only because we decided we're going to, like, go into, like, what we're doing right now. Like, what makes us happy? What are you yeah. passionate about? Yeah. Took me a long time to find my passion. Um, I went to school to be a teacher, and that was not in the cards for me. Like, I don't know how religious anyone is, but God showed me that was not for me. So I went back to school 
to be a cosmetologist, mainly because I saw that it was the shortest thing I could go to school for. Yeah, like a certificate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was like, I'll do it. And I ended up loving it. And I spent a year and a half getting that degree. And then I spent three years trying to do cut and color. And some people loved me. A lot of people didn't. And I was just like, this isn't for me. And one day I got bored. And I went on Amazon and I ordered three mannequins with long hair, different color hair. And they came in and I sat with them propped up. And I had my phone propped up. And I watched Instagram videos of updos and bridal styles. Yeah. And I told myself I was going to do bridal hair. And I applied to so many wedding companies and no one wanted me. No one wanted anything to do with me. I didn't have enough experience. I made a portfolio out of doing mannequin hair and putting it on a putting them on a broomstick and sitting them up next to a like curtain. A, I would say it's like a cream colored mm-hmm. curtain or something. And I would just take pictures and um uh, what's that mode on iPhone? Portrait mode. Yeah. On iPhone. And that built my portfolio. So my portfolio was nothing but mannequin heads and one day I went on Facebook and the bridal company was like hey we're looking for stylist and I applied and I went and I met with the, the company is called paper dolls and there are two owners one owner messaged me one owner interviewed me and then went back to the other owner and was like green light me yeah and then I did my first wedding like a week later and that first wedding I'm not even gonna lie I thought I did okay, but I knew I didn't do quality level work. Yeah. And I made like $600 that day and I lost my shit. I was like, oh my God, this is so much money to make in four hours. Like I did such a good job. The lady that I worked with was the lady that was responding to my emails. And she took her time with me and made her own tutorials of her in her house with a mannequin. Love that. She's like, I just want to show you how to do this and this and this and this. And she did. And I've been with them ever since. Yeah. They took the time to teach me. Because we didn't learn that in school. We didn't learn bridal hair in school. We did like an updo class, but it was only for like a week or something. Right. And ever since then, that's what I've been focusing on. And that's my passion. I love wedding days. Even, and I thought it was going to be hard for me because I'm not married Mm -hmm. and I'm not engaged. And my grandma even said, she's like, are you going to be able to do this? And I was like, I think so because of that mindset. Yeah. yeah. I am like, it's something I want. I love wedding days. I love being around all the bridesmaids. I love hearing the drama from the night before because everyone got drunk and the (laughs) bride's pissed off. She's like, what the fuck? Get up. Get off my couch. No, get ready. Tell your favorite story. My favorite story. What was her name? <laughs> it's like Amanda. It wasn't Amanda. Annabelle. Annabelle. <laughs> My favorite story. I go to do this wedding. I walk in this house, and there's a girl passed out on the couch, and the bride is so laid back, very chill. She's just like, "Hey, come on in." Blah blah blah. Because you're going to them, like they're not coming. You're yeah, not like in a salon. Yeah, yeah. I do only on site. Like, there's no salon type there's nothing like that it's just strictly on site so I see all these really cool venues too which is another thing I really like yeah so now I know like when I get married homeboy better be ready because I got some ideas in my head of like sites and stuff that like venues yeah. that I probably would want I hey, just just had it's like raining really hard so if you hear a little click clad and clatter it's um it's some rain but we're here we're here <laughs> but I go to this house 
and there's three of us me i only do hair and there's a girl who only does makeup and there's a girl who does both and she's on the bride she did the bridal trial mm-hmm. so and the one girl was only like there for the bride mm-hmm. like hooked up the bride and makeup she, and hair yeah and she did a couple bridesmaids but that's because the group was so big yeah 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 because you've had like crazy like where they're like instagram weddings mm-hmm. where they're like Eight, twelve, yeah, nineteen bridesmaids. So crazy. It's. I'm here for it. Whatever. I'm down to do your hair. I don't care. Um, You ain't judging them. mm -mm. You're doing their hair. I personally don't have nineteen friends. I'd want my wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, but um, I go in there, and the girl's like, the bride is trying to wake up the girl on the couch the entire time, and she's just not here for it. So we start with three other girls, and then once we start, it's like back to back to back, like. We always give ourselves, like, a 20, 30-minute timeline. So Her hair? Yep. And makeup. So we're not, like, we're not fucking around. Like, you do one, bounce. You write it down, on to the next. Who's next? Who's ready? <laughs> that bride was like, I just remember her yelling at her. She's like, hey, you need to get up. They're here. You're going to be next in, like, 30 minutes. And also, what the fuck is this on my floor? You got to clean this up. <laughs> like, she threw up? It was like she made some sort of pasta... She thought she made macaroni pasta, but it had salsa in it. Oh my God. Some conjunction on the floor. She was like, she was like, you gotta clean this up. And also, you got a lot of messes to clean up. And I was like, what? And I have a bridesmaid in my chair and I'm doing her hair. A girl finally gets up off the couch, walks up to the bridesmaid in my chair, and the bridesmaid goes, I don't even want to talk to you. For a good 30 minutes, I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. I love every second of this whole song. <laughs> She's like, do you not remember waking us up at five in the morning singing, um, fuck, why can't I remember the song? I remembered it for so long. Some, some Shania Twain song. She's screaming it. And everyone woke up and they were pissed. And she's like, you don't remember that? And the girl's like, no, I don't. Oh my God. Like, I'm sorry. And then she's ready for me to do her hair. And I'm like, hey, it's your turn. She goes, can I get smoke a cigarette? I was like, I remember her asking, like, can I go smoke a cigarette? And I was like, yeah, girl, do your thing, whatever. I'm good on time. I don't even care. Like, go smoke a cigarette. She goes back. She's like, I'm ready. Almost dozing off in my chair. I'm like, what the fuck did you guys do last night? And why wasn't I there? Yeah. I'm like, no, but I love weddings. I love everything about it. Every now and then you get someone in the party that, like, they don't try to stress you out, but they stress you out. And sometimes I leave and I'm like, why was I so mad about this bridesmaid? No one's even looking at her. Like, why am I so mad that she gave me so many problems? Like, it's not even a big deal. Like, whatever. I definitely make sure when I leave that everyone's happy and everyone's pleased. And I try to do all the touch-ups I can. Because, you know, you're paying good money for it. Yeah. We all work hard for our money. So, yeah, I definitely don't want to just, like, snatch your money from you. I want to make sure you're happy. But every now and then you get that one that, like, gives you a lot of trouble. And you're like, well, how can I make you happy? What can I do? Right. But you can't make everybody happy. It doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. You can't make everyone happy. But, yeah, that's my passion. Wedding hair. And hopefully in the next year or so. Because I've already thought about it a couple times. But I just professionally, my level, my skill set wasn't ready yet. Mm-hmm. But maybe next year I want to do my own yeah. wedding hair and makeup company. That's what makes me happy. Like, knowing that, like... A bride reached out to me and was like, hey, I want you to be a part of my big day. Yeah. That says a lot. Like That's like a forever moment. Like, yeah. you made everybody look what she mm-hmm. wanted them to look like. 
It's yeah. a really good feeling. It's instant gratification, too. Once you do a hairstyle in 30 minutes, they're like, oh, my God, I love it. Yeah. Like, granted, I love the money. Don't get me wrong. But that's a better feeling, too. Like, yeah. Like, knowing that you did that, you got paid for that, and they loved it. I enjoy it. I... I feel like I'm going through a midlife crisis only because no this is not no because I still have my own pa- like my own passion like it's I don't want to say it's lame only because I know it's not lame and like saying it out loud and talking about it because you don't talk about this kind of thing out loud all the time so like I didn't go to school I didn't do this I didn't do that right like I didn't extend through what I wanted to do. I always said I wanted to be, like, a teacher. Can I use that chapstick? Yeah. I'll put it on my finger. Okay. Um, I'm not going to put it on my finger. Okay. And, um, I remember I always wanted to be a special ed teacher, like, forever. And my first husband, his brother, was super, like, non-functioning autistic. And I helped take care of him. I remember helping the way that their custody was. Like, he grew up in Wisconsin, like, most of the time of the year. And then his dad, who shared the dad of my ex-husband, they would spend, like, the summers and, like, the Christmas time together for the years that we were together. And I really bonded with him, and he knew who I was, and, like, we had our own thing. And I was like, I could do this for other people. Like, it was a moment I never knew that I needed. Yeah. And I always wanted to do that, and then I didn't. Um, when I married uh, that that brother, um, life didn't work out, and I moved home, did all that, and then when it was extended, and I started like bartending and serving and like doing all that, I remember I really liked like the service industry, and it wasn't that like I didn't want to be in it forever because I have family members who have done like hospitality yeah like hotels and stuff and I was like maybe I want to do that and then I had Remy and like I know I'm a bomb ass mom for sure and like I still am not sure what it is and I'm like I know it's like really weird to say but like I'm totally cool with like floating still nothing wrong with that and like okay like we're about to like a couple pot, maybe it was like last week or the week before. Like we're about, we, ha- we're gonna get this house. We have a house that we're like finishing up. We've already done the inspection. We've done like a bunch of stuff. Like there's no other counter negotiations. We're just waiting and like cross everybody, cross fingers, toes, eyes. <laughs> we're uh, cl- our closing date is February twenty first, and it's gonna be our first home of like painting and like whatever we need to be done. And I'm just like really weirdly, I'm not weirdly is wrong. What's the word? Like weirdly, I'm actually like literally obsessing That's over good. It's wrong with that. my home and I'm wanting to make it what we've always wanted it. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. And like, I feel like my, even if I do like a actual like certification or like a degreed education or something, um, I don't know what that would be. I'm like, I don't know what it is. That's I don't okay. Know. But like, if I were to talk about like, like actual in life, what I really love to do, I fucking love to crochet. Yeah, and you're really good I'm at it. I'm also really fucking good really at it. really good at it. Oh, 
Yeah. I don't know. And, like, I, I mean, I don't have... But I was growing up with really crafty people and really um, uh, flexible people. So, like, my like my dad was always a sheet metal worker where um, he worked in a union. My mom worked in My mom was a union painter, so my mom did, like, industrial painting and, like, home painting and everything like that. I grew up knowing how to do that. Like, I'm very much, like... You've got a creative Trick of the trade. Yeah. But I, I, I'm like, I'm, ne- I'm never comfortable. So I'm always moving. I personally feel like you should write a book. I think I could write a book. I know I, you I thought about it. You should write a book. And even if you wanted to get your feet wet a little bit, I think you should write a children's book. Like a little six, where the wild things are is six pages. And they made a fucking two hour long movie out of that. You're right. You can write a six page child book. I know. You should do it. I could illustrate and it And you too. can illustrate, yeah. You could do all of it. I know. You should do it. I'm not sure. I, I, and, and like, you know? no, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not like, I think I have more like, so the reason that we're using passion is because we were recommended, like I went, I went through, like we talked about, um, the first, the first bit about like restructuring and we had somebody talk about topics and we went through like the whole friendship thing and then. Another thing was, like, what are you passionate about? So we're using passion. And I don't think, for you, it's super, you literally are passionate about hair. Yeah. You love it. You, you're you a part of everybody's day. That's how you how it works. Even if, even when you were still passionate about hair, you were still passionate in the beginning of the cut and color, but then you decided, like, yeah. I have something else to it offer. It just wasn't for me. Like, that's the same thing about saying, like, you're passionate about art, but, like, what does that mean? Yeah, there's like, so many there's so much to do. levels to art. Like, and it's funny because, like, my whole my whole family has, especially my mom's side, are very creative and, like, um, flexible people. And I really have actually thought about writing a book, but I've never really, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, like, I don't know. Like, I love being a mom. I love... I'm stay at home right now. Like I'm really, I like whatever, whatever is brought to me at the time. Like I'm really good at. And then I would say like the most consistent, like consecutive over the years is like, I crochet like a boss. Yeah, you do. So I do love doing that. I love learning from that. And I learned, I learned by myself. I mean, my mom taught me how to chain yarn. And then from there I was like, Oh, then what do we do with that next? Like, how do you build that? And I'll never forget, like, my mom teaching me to chain and then to learn how to do, like, stitches. Yeah. And then now I can fucking get it. I think... I'm, I feel like I'm always, like, discovering. Yeah. And I feel as if the things that you're interested in... Excuse me. I took the will to learn how to do updos on my own. Yeah. And I take the time to practice them. I haven't practiced them in, like, a couple weeks. But there was a point in my life where every day I was on Instagram and doing stuff every single day. And trying to learn the new things every single day. And I haven't done that in a minute because I had a break in wedding hair. But I need to start back because wedding season starts soon. But no one can take that from me. That's, like, your own talent. Yeah. Like, everyone does things like differently. And no one can take it from me. Right. And, and if you see... I want to get to the point where people see an updo, and they know it's mine. Yeah. And soon. Soon. I'm working on it. Soon that'll be a thing where, like, oh, that... Brianna did that. Like, I can tell, because the way she did this and this, that's her. That's her signature. I want to find my own signature in this field. Make it stick. And yeah. I want to stick with my company long enough to the point where, like, I'm requested. 
I'm always requested. That's what I want. To the point where, like, all the brides have seen my stuff, and they're like, oh, I want her to do my hair. That's what I'm striving for. Yeah. And I can do it if I just sit down and practice and keep trying. And it'll happen, because I want it so badly. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. See, I think, like, when it comes to, like, that being, like, your trade, that's what you do. If I were to speak about crochet, I have a really hard time with... I'd have to sell... I would have to sell it for fun. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to sell it for market. Does that make sense? Like, I could... It wouldn't be... I couldn't... I couldn't... I wouldn't want to do it for demand. Gotcha. Because that takes it... That takes the pleasure away from me. Yeah. Where yours is always pleasure. So, like, you know that... You have instant gratification. Mm-hmm. You're doing it. It's done. You see the see what they're doing. Whereas, like, the stuff that I do... I do as gifts. And gotcha. I do for me. Or I do for Remy. But I do super enjoy it, but, like, it's not... I mean, and I don't have to be passionate about something that brings me money, but, like, I'm just saying, like, if I were to... I'll still forever do it, but it's not something that's, like, a life... Okay. A life... Uh, a trade. I mean, it's still a trade. I, I, but I'm not using it as a trade. Yeah. There you go. I enjoyed the fact that in my first few weddings, I wasn't. I wasn't quite there yet. I, like my boss made a tutorial for me and it was so great and she was like you only really need to know these few styles and then after that you know you can mix and match and do your own thing I'm like okay but then I realized confidence is key when I am dressed in my all black and my makeup is done to the nines and Mm -hmm. my hair looks really good no one questions anything I do I never get that hard-hitting bridesmaid because she's mm-hmm. not going to question me. She's like, well, this is clearly the professional. Yeah. I noticed in the beginning when I walked in with my Jansport backpack with all my tools in it, like, I, I get why someone would question paying me what they're paying me for their hair. But now I walk in with my rolling travel case. Yeah. And I'm dressed in all black. My hair's looking great. My makeup's looking great. And it's like, I wouldn't question me either. And it's almost like I had that demeanor, like, yeah. I'm not going to question that girl. She knows what she's doing. For sure. And it's a good feeling to know that, like, a, I'm putting in good work, but B, I'm also looking the part. When I don't have my hair and makeup done, I don't tell people I do hair. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, yeah. I would understand why you... I mean, yeah. I get that. If I'm looking kind of sideways and I'm in a Walmart, I'm like, what do you do? I'm a I do a lot. Receptionist or something. I don't know. Like, I'm a... Not, not against reception, but, like, yeah. nothing. <laughs> I, never, I never tell them I do hair. I'm not going to tell yeah. them I do hair. Because then they're like... Well, why do you look like this? Like, no. So, no. Never do that. So, I would say, like, something like like a, a, a gratification moment for me when it comes to, like, like, passion isn't the right word anymore for, like, how, if I'm going to talk about myself. Like, for, maybe for you. Oh, I just don't really know where my passion lies. And that's I, okay. I travel. I, I, I fluctuate. So, like, I was just talking to our friend Solana, and we were talking about us getting this new house and I was like yeah you know I, I'm gonna move ahead of Sam Sam's gonna stay behind for a few weeks finish up what he has to do here in our rental and his job and then I'm gonna move to our new house with all of our stuff and Remy and the dogs and I'm gonna start painting and I'm gonna do all that and Solana came at me and she was like you're gonna do that all by yourself and like I get where like she would be coming from when you think of like you know 
oh my god, you're just gonna start painting your house? I'd get your controlling mindset that, that you would rather for it be you. <laughs> but I also grew up doing that. My mom, yeah. my mom did that professionally, and her dad did that professionally. Her she has three brothers who professionally do construction. Like yeah. my entire my dad, like my whole life has been that. Like I know how to do that. Yeah. And so like yeah, I'm gonna do that myself. Like if I get there early enough, like. Yeah, Remy, Remy's shit will be there. She'll have her room set up. Like, she can do whatever she wants. I'm going to start painting this room. What else am I going to do? Right. I'm going to be working. So, yeah, I'm going to be doing that. And um, th- that's more of, like, I think it's more of, like, instant gratification for myself to prove. I'm, I'm, I'm proving this to no one but me. Yeah. So when she said that, I actually took, like, major um like flattery because she was like I didn't know that about you and I was like well I mean like why would you I've never lived in a home where I'm like redoing something or I'm painting or you know I I have all these I want to I want to redo my cabinets and put new hardware in like I'm not gonna hire somebody to do that right because she was telling us like friends that we know of being able to um like help me paint they're like you know so-and-so's a painter from the bar like you know you know this customer and I'm like yeah but I don't need them yeah I also have like this deep-seated goal of being a stand-up comedian which also would kill it I think we would both <laughs> could you imagine if you we were both like together we would like I think separately we would be really funny and even if we were together we would still be funny but yeah. like you and I have that that yeah Quote, air quote. I we wanna, have that. I want to be a stand comedian so bad. But honestly, I'm actually quite shy when it comes to, like, talking in front of the bigger people. Like, sometimes I'm cool with it, and I don't care. All the time I'm cool with it, and I don't care. But when it comes to me having to stand up and tell some jokes or tell some stories, I get nervous. And I don't know why, because I'm not a comedian. I don't spit jokes. I just tell funny stories. Because right. my life is just one big joke. <laughs> so it's easy for me to just, like, tell stories. Like, which story do I want to talk about today? I don't right. know. I want to do that so bad. And I I told myself last year, before the end of the year, that I was going to do stand-up at a bar. And you were, and I was going to surprise you. I was going to do it, and I didn't I'm do it. I'm actually really glad that I texted you, and I was like, hey, I'm super running late. I was already going to be there to surprise you, but I'm not on my way yet. And you were like, I decided not to. I decided not to. I got too nervous. And I don't know why, because when I say my life is a joke, I literally have three, like, Netflix specials in my head already. Right. Like, the crazy shit I've dealt with in the past month alone. Like, I could... mm -mm. And one day, one day, I'll, uh... I don't want to say grab the balls because the vagina is so much stronger than balls. Oh, yeah. I just want to, like, get my ducks in a row and mm-hmm. do that one day. At least just once. If it goes anywhere, cool. If it doesn't, that's cool, too. Just say you did it. Just I'm, to say that you've been out there and you did If that's what you want to do. Like, if you just did yeah. it once and you would know. Even if nobody laughed. I would laugh. That's the, that's the pleasure of laughing at your own jokes. No one needs to laugh at them. I'll laugh at them myself. Yeah. I also am still striving to be a real housewife of Charleston, so... True. And tag your fathers yeah. and your grandpas, because I still want that. Um, uncles, too. Uncles, too. I don't discriminate. Grandmas, either. Like, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. As long as I don't have to put out, it's all good for all sexes. <laughs> like, I don't care. Um, I'm a very good conversationalist, um, so that's it. But, yeah, I still want that, and it'll work out one day. It'll happen. I mean, that's, like, even, like, sometimes I really do miss 
like the service industry because I, I am a confident person and like even with you we were out the other night and I was like god just like feel the feeling of being behind the bar yeah. is a different confidence because you're in control and I'm about that and so I like I remember even like even the bar that like I was in charge of like when I did in Virginia like I own that shit and it was a 15 seater bar but we also did table service and that was still about me but I was so fuck. It was a different energy. Yeah. It was crazy. And then I, I mean, I was just thinking like too, like when we move, like when things settle down, like I'm not afraid to hop back in that because I really do like it. Mm-hmm. I don't care how old I am. I still like that kind of energy. Listen, people wait at tables for years and, and years. I, I do, I do. Everyone's got. You're gonna need it somewhere. I mean, people aren't gonna not go out to eat. Right. But I really seriously do. I've dealt with some fucked up people. And there have been fucked up nights where I've dealt with stupid people. Yeah. But I've had the the graces of the nights where it was so worth it. Mm-hmm. And I do miss those and the, the relationships that you 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 have mm-hmm. when it comes to fucking being behind that backside of the bar. I do miss that sometimes. And I and I am so good at it. I've never been a bartender, but I will say that the whole waiting tables and stuff. You build some bonds mm-hmm. with the people you work with and the people you wait on. I, our friend, we have a friend named Sarah, and we were, all three of us worked together downstairs at the Ice House. And I remember one day I was like, I love this story. I don't know if I'm going to have a good day today. And she goes, why? Sarah goes, why? And I was like, I don't know. Usually when I break a glass by accident, I always have a great night. And I just, I don't, I don't feel it. I don't feel it tonight. She's like, oh, so you need something to be broken for you to have a good night? And I was like, I guess so. She turns around, grabs a glass and just slams it on the ground. She's like, we're going to have a great night. I love that. I was like, yes, we are. We are. And she would be the person to do that. She She had no look in her eye of like being worried. She just threw it. She was like, I'll pay for it. I don't care. We're going to have a great night. Like, she didn't pay for it. She just swept it up. <laughs> right. but, she, but she did say, she was like, I'll pay for it. I don't care. We're going to have a great night. I was like, thank you. Like, I've met some awesome people during Food and Bev. I've met some met shitty you? people during Food and Bev. But yeah, no, like I met you and that was awesome. Like, uh, Food and Bev, Bev, Food and Bev brings the wildest people together because it's like. Because we're either dealing with the best or the fucking yep. worst of yep. people. I think everyone in their lifetime should work a food and bev job. Yeah. Everyone in their lifetime should. Just because I learned so much. I'm working food and bev and then end up my one of my really good friends that I want to talk to. My manager is 40-something years old. We have nothing in common, but I love talking That's to her. That's why I met Joanne. Yeah. like, And then because of Joanne, I met her daughter who was like my sister. And I met... You know, like, that's Solano. Like, I mean, those are you. Like, those yeah. are where my fucking, my roots are growing. Right? Like, God. It wasn't for food and bev. I, I wouldn't have a lot of friends that I have now. Yeah, like, no. I met some really cool all. guys at, like, my first serving job. And, like, they're still really cool with me. And we all hang out. And it's, <laughs> I just remember you and I being the only two that lived over mm-hmm. in North Charleston, which is, like, 20, 25 minutes away from the restaurant we worked at. And instead of getting drunk there and trying to figure out how to get home, we would just drive back to North Charleston and, like, go to a bar right by our house and just, like, hang out. With, like, literally nobody in it. And we were just, no like... No one in it. And we barely knew each other. Mm-hmm. And we were just, like, 
But, like, we wanted to still, like, have that environment to say, like, the next time we were at work, like, you know, even if we had to, even if we sat there long enough to, like, see something to say the next time mm-hmm. at work, like, remember last night when that dude did that? Yeah. We, we could be like, yeah, I gotta go, I gotta take my drink order. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then it grew into this, so. If it wasn't for Food and Bev, y'all wouldn't be here with us. Nope, not at all. Not at all. Thankful for my little waiting table gig that I got on a whim because I'd wanted to work at that restaurant for years and I never applied, but I just always wanted to work there like an idiot. Like you get a job, you have to apply. But I always (laughs) wanted to work there and never did. And my friend worked in the kitchen. He was like, Bree, just, just apply, just do it, just do it. I finally did. Finally got my interview and the manager at the time, Christine, she's so funny. She was just like, all she cared about was what my sign was. She was like, what are you? Yeah, she's, she's not with me too. Like, she did an interview I work my first shift with and her. She was like, Aquarius. I don't have any Aquarius on the staff. This is interesting. I like it. I like it. I'm like, you know okay, what? She cool. was weary. She was weary. Because she's a Leo. Yeah. So she, I remember she was weary of me. And so like, I already have my Capricorn tattooed on me. Like a long time ago. I was, like, you know, like, super into that, like, conscious of what was happening, which is funny because even when I got that tattoo, if I would have paid attention to what I was being conscious to, my sign literally had no business being with a Leo. That's what my ex-husband was. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that should have been, like, a sign or something. (laughs) But I remember going in there and her, like, I didn't get hired by her. I got hired by Gina. Mm-hmm. And then I remember going in and my first shift with, was with her. And that's when she put me with you to train. Oh, yeah. And I was like, why am I training people? I don't know. And she was like, <laughs> I remember her even kind of being, I don't know exactly what she said, but I remember her being like, you're with Bree tonight. We're just going to see how it goes. And I was like, okay. And then like, here we are. Because I fucking fed you to the wolves because you really, you knew what you were doing. Yeah, I've been a server Waiting before. tables is not the thing. Talking to people is not the thing. Learning the computer system is yeah, the thing. Yeah, right. Like, that's, that's like. That's all the training, really. <laughs> like, you can't teach someone how to talk to people there. They have it or they don't. Right. So I was like, at one point, Emma just looks at me and she's like, can I go take that order? And I'm like, yeah, go do it. And she brought it back <laughs> to me. Because it was your money. Yeah, like, you're like, like, yeah, do it. Go do it. And she brought it back to me. I'm like, cool. All right, let's put it in the computer. Like, that's the only thing I needed to train her on. Like, you can't train grace. You can't train personality. Like, that's just what it is. I do remember her one time coming up to me and she goes, ooh, a Capricorn. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she was like, what am I going to do with you? <laughs> she and was, I was so cute. And I was like, um, <clears throat> I was like totally like, I don't know. <laughs> I and she's like, on your resume, it says you want to be a bartender, and I don't have a Capricorn bartender. She's and I was so like, funny. now knowing like what we went through, I was like, yes, needed a Capricorn bartender. <laughs> <laughs> she was so wild. I remember when I got really good because I learned how to wait on a group of tables working down there. And uh, one day we got really busy, and I was slammed. I had like, I ended up having the whole like. 15 table section by myself by the bar mm-hmm. and there's only three of us on and we got slammed out of nowhere and I managed to like run my food fill drinks get orders and everything and still put in food for me to eat and she was like oh, I didn't have to worry about you you're an Aquarius I, I knew I didn't have to worry about you and I'm like yeah you're right I, I got it granted I was shaking my boots the entire fucking time so it's like all these people I was literally getting like eight tops and then I got like a tin top at like 
this meeting community table in the middle 18. of the bar. Yeah, and I was like, oh It's my like God. this big, super long, like, bar table. And then I was like, I'm going to do it. I got to do it. I got nothing else to do. I remember my friend, Tim, he was working there as well, and he had already clocked out. And he was like, do you need any help? And I was like, I don't know, but I think I got it. And I just like, I got help from some people just like refilling drinks for my manager, Christine. She refilled drinks for me, but other than that... I had everything under control. She probably cashed your tables out. She used to cash my tables out, and I fucking hated it. I made good money that night. Like, I got my ass beat, but I made good money. And that's why I still don't understand why I'm so chubby, because I ran around so (laughs) much. Okay, so I remember, like, for everybody here, like, I remember... Okay, so, like, when we talk about... I wish Christine listens. I know she doesn't, but, like, I want to tag her her in this, because... I remember, like, when we were, like, going through something, you know, she would, like, tell us what the moon cycle was, like, what was going on, and this is why, and she was totally, like, not mean to us, Mm -mm. she was, like, uh, like, she's not a witch, but, like, goddamn, she was a goddamn angel or something, because she would, like, come at us, like, the moon's turning into this, and Mercury retrograde, and, and, like, something going on, and then I remember when I got pregnant, she was, like, what day were you born and what time? And I was like, and I told her and she like gave me a chart and she's like, this is why. And your husband, oh my God, he's a Scorpio and you guys are meant to be and you're about to have a Pisces baby and you just, your life is going to turn out to be like, you'll never understand. And I was like, this was like two years ago. And I was like, okay. Like, and like, it was so much for me to handle. And then I remember like going in one time and she was like, like, she sighed at me first, and she was like, I'm here for you. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And she's like, I'm just here. And I did. I had a fucking shit day. But I remember her, she was standing, we had, the way our bar was set up, it was, like, detached from this wall, which never should have been detached from. So we had this little, like, lift to cover the pipes yeah. coming out from the bar. Yeah. And you had to step over it. It was super inconvenient. I don't know how anybody didn't fucking eat shit I'm surprised every, I never every ate time. Shit, I was always in a hurry. So you would be like coming out of this like teeny tiny corner, and then you had to step over this literal like, like eight inch step of fucking concrete covering this these pipes. And she was sitting right there, and I was like, she just huffed at me, and she was like, "We're gonna get through this." And I literally like just clocked in, and I was like, "Okay." And it was like. Nine in the morning. I only work day shift. And it was. It was super shit day. And I remember at the end and I was like, okay, um, I'm ready to go. And she was like, and you can go. And it was like this fucking mystical moment. And I was like, okay. I loved walking into work because she'd see you and she'd be like, hi, Bree. Welcome to work. And I'm like, hey. I'm like, don't know if I'm having a good day, if I'm going to have a bad night. I don't know. And then you clocked out. What'd she say? Enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. <laughs> She's so sweet. I um, I went on a vacation for seven days to Florida. That was my first plane trip, and it just so happened that same week my boyfriend. If got, you if you listen back, lies and travels. We yeah, talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only that's the only full episode I've ever listened to. So <laughs> my boyfriend got really sick. We still don't know what was wrong, but he was laying on our couch. And I thought he was dying. But I go to Florida to have a good time because I was like, should I not go? And he's like, no, go. And I'm like, okay. So I go. And while in Florida, I get this anxious thing where I couldn't eat. And I I come, you would have to, like, take a bite and, like, drink, drink water right with it. to swallow it. I could not just swallow my food. 
and I come back home and I tell Christine, the manager at our job at that time, and she gives me crystals from her own home. She's like, here, this crystal, carry this with you everywhere. This yeah. crystal, sleep with it under your pillow every yeah. night and it will help you. Also, leave that boy. And because <laughs> she would tell me that every day. And then, um, it, like, I don't want to say that it didn't work, but now I'm fine. Like, it took, and I still used it. Like, yeah, she was great. She, she always had her back. She was, I've, I've called her crying a couple times. Like, even oh if it God. wasn't because she gave those crystals away, because she also gave me, when I was pregnant, she gave me a bracelet. And, like, even if it was yeah. that or energy, whatever you believe in, whatever is going on, whether it was God, Jesus, Mohammed, fucking Satan, she I don't know, I don't know who her. you're there for. But even if it was just her in general, whew. yeah. If you, if you, I, I don't know if I've ever told her this, but because of her, I can work for anybody now because she because she a could hard be she ass. was a hard ass. She could bitch you out. But at the same time, you're about to clock out. She would tell you how great of a job you I did. I love you. Enjoy your life. You did so great tonight. Tonight was hard. We all made it mm-hmm. through. Thanks for your hard work. At, like, you know, 25 minutes before that, she's like, get your ass in the kitchen, pick up yep. a tray. And you listened. Yep. And, yeah, 100% definitely would, I would work for her anywhere. Anywhere. Because of her, I can work for anybody. Yeah. Like, I can put up with a lot of shit now. Because she was never nasty to me. But she just loved her job. She cared about that restaurant. So she wanted everything to be done correctly. And I understand that. Yeah. Now. Now. Like, back then I thought she was just being mean. And then I was like, oh my god, why is she being so mean to me? And then I realized, like, nah, this is how she paid her bills. Like, she cared about this place. I expect She would come up to me before, even before I was pregnant. Like, and I wasn't, I wasn't even, like, bartending during the day then. Because I started bartending during the day when I was pregnant. She would come up to me. She would realize, like, I was having, like, a difficult time with a table. I didn't even tell her. She would come up to me and she goes, take your smoke break. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. Awesome. Um, do you want me to go? She's like, no, take your smoke break right now. I'm like, cool. She's like, just let me know when you're back. Like, it wasn't even like, take your smoke break fast. It was uh-huh. like, take your smoke break, give yourself a minute, and come back. And I was like, okay. <laughs> she asked me one night. She was like, I went back there and I was yelling. And she was like, are you still a smoker? And I was like, yeah. She's like, go smoke a cigarette. I'll come get you. I'm like, okay. I guess with my cigarette, she comes back. She's like, all right, table cashed out. I made sure you got your tip. We're going to erase this. Like, this yeah. never happened. We're moving okay? on. We're going we're gonna to keep going. I'm like, okay. I learned a lot about... Fucking everything. Everything, but mainly how graceful some people can really be. Yeah. Because people probably thought she was a straight up bitch, but at the end of the day... She was neither of that. Never. Never at all. She cared about that place. I remember being, when I was pregnant, so we've touched, had a ter- terrible time. I'm still, I'm still having issues. I go to the doctor tomorrow mm. for issues that are still, like, postpartum. And I remember going in there, and I was still working night shift, and I was like, I sat down, I was exceptionally large for being so not far along and she would say like sit in here like I would just sit down and she's like I got you what are you what's your section and she would just leave and I was like no no no. like I already got it covered I just wanted to come in here to talk to you yeah like I would just like sit down and she'd be like hold on you know like she was ready to cover me and she was like what do we need to do moving forward like how are you what is going on 
and like I can't I, I mean like yeah I was pregnant any job's gonna like make sure like the pregnant worker is okay mm-hmm. but like she was above and beyond for me and she did she she I remember asking her I was like you know I need less movement I can't I can't move around you know and um she made sure I got what I needed it's a good lady man Ugh. If I ever heard anyone talk shit, I'd, I'd be ready to bust some ass. She don't deserve that. I love her. She, yeah, she's a good soul. Is a good soul. She's still here yeah. with us. <laughs> I always do that. No, she's still here with us. Like, but um, it's just funny that, that like that, like moving on from that, like just how you you take things with you when yep. you go somewhere else. I will never forget her. Yeah, I will never forget her training. And the next time I have some a manager or someone yell at me, I'm gonna take it with a grain of salt. I'm be like, oh, it's just Christine testing me. Yeah, like Christine just like yeah, testing me. Like get your shit together, girl, because they can't yell at you if they never see you because you're too busy doing your job. No, that's all that is to it. Oh. That's so true, though. Mm-hmm. She never saw me. She was like, I haven't seen you all night. Yes, I've been busy. I've been busy. <laughs> she was also, um, I can't even say her because most jobs I've been to have been really kind to me because we lived, military standpoint, we lived, mm-hmm. we've always lived off base. Like, never lived on base. Fuck that. So, I always obviously worked not on base like I worked in Granny, when I, well when I lived no that's not even true when I lived in Virginia I didn't work at a place where there were other military people if they were they were like kids of military which right. wasn't the same not that that's not you know I, my husband wasn't home I was like trying to spend time and most serving jobs have always been like really kind to me over that like if Sam had, like, a super weird schedule if I came in from the get, because, you know, I'm controlling. So, I get there, and I'm like, hey, by the way, this is my life. This is, like, what my life schedule looks like. I need to be home at least near this time. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. I've always had, like, good people to look out for me when it comes to that, but. Ugh. She always did me good. Yeah. When I was in school, she'd give me the exact schedule that I wanted, because. I was at school at, like, 7 in the morning, and then I'd get out of school at, like, 4 or 3, and I'd go straight in there and work. Listen, you know what? If you have a chance to meet and be in the presence of this lady, her name is Christine, and she works in Somerville. Ugh. If you are gifted with that opportunity, then you were gifted, because I'm so glad I got to work for her. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. I wouldn't... I. Ugh. I'm so glad. I hate that I left her the way I did. We did that for yourself. Yeah, that was, she didn't deserve that from me. True. I should have saved it for them. You clear it up later. Yeah, but she, even after that, the next time she saw me, she was like, are you doing well? Is yeah. everything okay? Like, how's your life? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I Ugh. love that. So I hope that, like, we were gifted with this one person in our life to be able to say, like, they... Change us literally forever. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if she listens to podcasts, but I'm about to call her tomorrow and be like, we did this thing. Mm-hmm. Her ass better listen. So, 
I'll even, like, give her my... If I have to give her a password to something, I'll give it to her. Because I don't want her ass to hear this. But I hope that you... I what I want to know do you, if if anybody listening you know you know if, if you're a listener I'm not even acting like we have like a ton of like all all-time new listeners I hope we do but at, at this minute if you're a veteran listener you know how to get a hold of us Facebook Instagram get a hold of us who like have you had a moment like have you had a boss or a a mentor feel like changed your life or like even if it was like a moment where like you realize that like what you were doing was validated because of some said person yeah you know that'd be fun to know that would be fun to know i don't know for sure yeah guys let us know yeah thank you for listening with us and thank you for bearing with us with our structure changes we're gonna figure it out especially before emma leaves we already figured out a way to do this yeah we um miles away from yeah other, we're here so. we're we ain't leaving i'm moving but we ain't leaving nope still a thing still <laughs> happening but we love you guys thank you we love you bye